This goes to all my hustlers, entertainers, and of course, athletes in the struggle. Y'all to make a little. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Some get a little, and some get none. Shit, I was part of the some get none. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk with the Spain. Yours truly is here, your host. And uh, this episode will strictly and primarily be uh, talking about our conference championship games coming up tomorrow. I'm recording on a Saturday. So for some of y'all who are a bit delayed on knowing where to find me, and by the way, the best way to find me is on right now, if you're watching YouTube, uh, subscribe, share, give me a, a thumbs up if you're fucking with me, um, smash that bell. If you want more notifications when I'm going to drop an episode, that's the best way for y'all to find out if I drop some shit. I can't always have to, I, I mean, I don't mind spamming y'all on social media. I don't mind the stronghold y'all on the text message like, yo, get on my YouTube. But um, <laughs> nonetheless, that's my whole point is if you want to hear more of this podcast, you can find me on YouTube. Also, if you just are not into watching my face, if that's okay. That's okay with me if you ain't trying to see me on on this mic <laughs> in uh, sitting in my bedroom. Uh, you could also find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most podcast platforms. I got I'm on all of them. Um, so do yourself a favor and subscribe if you get a chance. If you need the link, hit me in the comments or just hit me directly if you know me well, and I will share that link. But with all that being said, again podcast strictly about the championship weekend that's coming up which we are already in and uh we already know it's coming it's coming down to four teams we got two games going on on sunday starting at three o'clock of course but before i get started with that i do want to mention that since my last recording which was earlier this week we've had some coaching coaching hirings that happened in nfl one being um the big Shoe, the biggest shoe to drop was Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Um, I tend to say his last name incorrectly because, goddamn, I don't even know how to really say that last name. But it's a Jim Harbaugh. He got hired by the L.A. Chargers, um, which is, I believe, one of the better hires. I thought that would have been the original team he would have gone to if it, if the Bears were not available. Um, a lot of the rumors originally was people thought, especially people in this area, um, in, I'm, in New, I'm in the New England area. You could call that New England area. I'm outside of Boston, south of Boston. Um, a lot of people in this area who are big on the Patriots, who are big on Belichick, assumed that would be his number one location. But I, as I've been saying from day one, geographically did not make sense for Belichick to go out there. Um, he is not a West Coast guy. He's more on the East Coast side. Um, he has homes in this, in Nantucket, I believe. And he also has a home in Florida. Like the man was not going to go to the West Coast. Um, some people thought probably Pete Carroll. I think for the Chargers, their direction was offense, offensive minded coach. And he's not just an offensive minded coach being that he used to be a quarterback in the NFL. And that used to be one of the teams he quarterbacked back in the 90s. Also, he's he is just a leader. He's a great leader, man. Like he knows how to get his teams up to win. Great record previously with the San Francisco 49ers. 
led the Michigan Wolverines to a national championship for the first time in like almost 30 plus years. Um, so I think that was a great hire for the Chargers. I know they're excited. It's going to be a tough, tough, tough ask for him to to succeed there anyways. Nonetheless, you're in the same division as Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. Um, you're, still, you're, you're in the same division as Sean Payton, who's still going to be coaching the Denver Broncos, however they, whatever direction the Broncos decide to go. Um, and the Raiders, I think the Raiders, every season the Raiders are going to be a tough out um, nonetheless. And, I mean, they have Antonio Pierce, like I mentioned my one of my last pods. But uh, congratulations to the Harbaugh and the, the Spanos family. They made that happen. Um, also, Dave Canales, the offensive coordinator of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, he is now the Panthers' um, new head coach. Uh, he got a six-year deal by the Panthers. Um, is we're not going to know much about what's going to go on with that. I don't know his previous history. I know he's um, jumped around a few places. Um, he was also assistant to Pete Carroll, so he's part of uh, that Seahawks system from previous years. Um, and also, you know, he he. He's getting a lot of credit for Blake, uh, Baker Mayfield's resurgence in the NFL, so rightfully so. Uh, and he's a young guy. Uh, like I mentioned before, guys, like, you know, 42-year-old head coach, a lot of these teams are looking for that young guy who can relate to the players, who can connect with the players. Um, you know, quarterback in a head coach relationship needs to be very cohesive. You cannot have a a head coach that wants to be such a um what's the word I'm looking for like you know just like for those who are in the service you know you have a, a sergeant a major you have higher rankers people who are higher ranked than you and they're gonna they're gonna boss you to fuck around and uh you feel like you're underneath someone um you don't want to feel like your head coach is micromanaging you and making you feel smaller than who you are um, you know you are probably most likely the fran- face of the franchise. The coach is not the face of the franchise. The coach is just to keep the franchise afloat. You understand? He's still the captain of the ship, but you need a you need somebody to to supervise or hold it down while you're away. And in a way, and, you know, the analogies I could use all types of analogies. They may or may not make sense, but my point is this. When you get the right guy there, and, I, and no, no diss to Frank Reich and you know what they had over there, but you're talking about a sixty. We're going from a sixty-year-old head coach that you were expecting him to relate to a young quarterback and bring a system there to make him a successful quarterback to somebody like who's like Canales, who's forty-two, who could, could directly relate. And if he was part of that Seahawks franchise in the past under Pete Carroll, um. That means he he was part of the the rise of uh, Russell Wilson as well. So give you got to give somebody a chance, and it, it looks like the Panthers decided this was the guy they want to go with. Uh, we already know about Mayo and Antonio Pierce, um, Brian Callahan. I broke that news on my last pod, but uh, last but not least, the Falcons have hired Raheem Morris as their uh, as their new head coach. Years after they gave him the interim tag. Um, at a very young age. Uh, and that's the thing I don't like about interim tags. You're almost doomed to fail. Uh, you may have a, a bit of a resurgence for that me- immediate moment, but then 
who's to say you're going to keep that job? And he wasn't given an opportunity. So he's gone through the ranks and he's done, he's done what anybody else would do in any type of workforce. You're going to own your skill in other areas of the business, um, whether you go to different locations or in your same location and you become better at your job because head coach is you're man you're managing everything you're managing your coordinators you're managing your other coaches you're managing the players uh you're you're reporting underneath the general manager and the owner so there's a lot of pressure in being the head coach of a team um so i'm sure that he saw and he was mentored by a lot of great head coaches as as we can already see um especially mr sean McVay. so um and he came from that washington command previously known as redskins um, but now commanders franchise uh and you a lot of you may have seen the the hierarchy or the tree that they had which led with led with kyle shanahan um who was working underneath his father mike shanahan over there in Washington that also housed the the likes of uh, Bobby Slowick, who was over there as OC in um, Houston, uh, Sean McVay, uh, obviously Kyle, like I mentioned, uh, Matt LaFleur, who's in, in, in Green Bay. Um, just this is an endless amount of different guys that were part of that, that unit that's now in the NFL, and majority of these coaches are coming from that tree, that Shanahan tree, that McVeigh tree, and you know, like it's 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 impressive. It's this is the way of the NFL. This is offense, offense selling, offense sells tickets. Quarterbacks sell tickets. Quarterbacks are highly paid for a reason, and the reason they get paid is because the quarterback are being coached to be great. And even a mediocre quarterback is going to look good. Like my rant I had with about Kirk Cousins, he's. In normal senses, he could be, I mean, in past NFL years, he probably would be considered elite because of the numbers. But the numbers are all inflated these time, these, these, you know, these days because the rules are predicated to how the predicated to quarterback successes um, just working in the favor of quarterbacks, just like what we're seeing with the NBA right now. There's no defense in the NBA. We got. In the last week, we had three. Last week, we had four, like four players scoring, at least two players scoring 70 plus, and two other players scoring 60 plus, which is entertaining and amazing. It's not, you can't, I'm not gonna discredit or be mad at that player. I'm mad at the team that's letting that up. You're supposed to play defense, but nobody wants to play defense. But the rules play a part to that, obviously. And then, of course, in the NFL, going back to the NFL, there's bad offensive lines, or and you know you got to put it in the hands of a quarterback to get that ball out quick. Uh, there's a lot of great skill positions out there, uh, skills position players, and at the right receiver and the running back position, um, you can't touch the quarterback. Pass interference. A lot of cornerbacks are scared to getting called on the pass interference. Uh, defensive linemen scared to get get home and sack the quarterback or hit, get a, a QB hit because they may get a, the flag thrown at them. So it's like the rules are making it easier for quarterbacks to be successful, um, which gave, you know, no no disrespect to the GOAT himself, Tom Brady. It gave Tom Brady an extra 
uh, uh, second wind of of in his career. He had three careers in the NFL. In the third career, he looked even better than his second career in the NFL because the rules were in favor. Um, but nonetheless, um, congratulations to Raheem Morris. As I, you, if you follow me on on X, uh, formerly known as Twitter. Every time I see a black coach getting hired, I'm going to say black man. Because you know what? At the end of the day, man, these opportunities come far in between for a black coach in the NFL. Coordinators, black coordinators, black QB, linebacker, whatever coach. These were not there before. These opportunities were not there before. So seeing someone like Raheem Morris, and he gets a lot of, um, you know, a lot of big praise from serious big time head coaches in the league i'm always going to celebrate black coaches being hired um no matter what this is the best the biggest type of success you could have in this great country of ours right um but yeah that was the big one of all the hires so far uh the falcons got their guy and i'm just going to end that whole segment here with Kind of, I feel like I could tell people I told you so with the whole Belichick situation. Um, I have said that he, you know, they don't want somebody who's older. I think his age does play a huge part to this, but also he's in his own way. Um, I'm sure a lot of teams were looking forward to having him part of the interview process. But when you're a head coach like Bill Belichick, who's been used to having so much control where he was before in New England, and he has had so much success, and he thinks that will lead to more success elsewhere because you know why would you not want bill Bel- bill belichick you want to win championships he, he's going to build your defense um he may not have the greatest relationship with quarterbacks um although many may you know not believe that because how successful brady was but this guy was ready to get rid of brady after 2016 i think so it's like we're not going to act like this guy was not ready to get rid of brady like <laughs> he was ready to move on He's been he got he was ready to move on from Mac Jones after Mac Jones second season in the in the, in the NFL. Um, he moved on from Cam Newton right away. You know what I'm saying? He's not a quarterback guy. He doesn't live for the quarterback. He lives for he wants to he he looks long term while still being successful in the short term. Um, and wherever he ends up going, he wants control. He wants more control than a normal coach wants. So a lot of franchises, including Atlanta, who was very, looks like Arthur Blank was really on board or getting him in. It just, the detailing and all that stuff did not work out. And I think that's something he's need to, he needs to figure out. Like, listen, you're older man, find a way to prove to these people that you are the cool grandfather. Um, like Andy Reid, you could see, even though he's in his mid sixties or what, so whatever, you could tell he's the cool grandfather with these guys. Like they, every any player that has ever left Kansas City, they love him. Um, they they'll buy him a cheeseburger every time they see him, and he's been through a lot. Um, and of course, there's people having these rumors out right now saying if he decides to retire, if they win the Super Bowl, look for Bill Belichick to take over. I highly doubt that. I highly doubt for one that Andy Reid will leave. Um, I think he wants to chase those. Uh, he wants to chase that Brady Belichick success with pat mahomes so i highly i highly doubt that that's gonna happen and if it was to happen that he retires i don't think they're gonna go with the older (laughs) head coach bill belichick 
and ruin that whole thing that they're doing with the um, with the Chiefs. But either way, we're going to move on. We have two games coming up this coming Sunday, of course, like I mentioned. We have the Chiefs ho- uh, being hosted by the Baltimore Ravens at 3 o'clock tomorrow in, um, at MET Bank Stadium. First time the Baltimore Ravens are in the AFC Championship at home. First time there's an AFC Championship game in Baltimore since the 19, I think 1967. Uh, Johnny United's days, which is a long time ago. I don't actually, I think it was 1971 when they won the, um, the Super Bowl. I think Super Bowl five. Um, and we also have, uh, Detroit going to Santa Clara, Levi stadium to face the, number one seed, San Francisco 49ers. Um, obviously, we're going to start with the 3 o'clock game. We have the Ravens favored on some and many sports books at now four and a half um, over under 44 and a half as far as total points go. Um, I've been <laughs> – I feel like I've kind of been losing a little bit of sleep thinking about these games and this one in particular because – I'm a fan of Mahomes. I'm a big fan of. I'm a bigger fan of Lamarius. Me and my brother call him Lamarius, uh, but Lamar Jackson. I'm a big, big fan of Lamar. Man, like I, I just love to see that someone who's been deemed as a running, uh, sorry, a running back that could throw, or deemed as someone who cannot sustain this success because of his running abilities. And after last season, like missing a good portion of the season due to injury, because of the knee and, you know, went through a whole, whole off season betting on himself and saying, listen, I'm, I'm worth it. And a lot of teams passed on him and the Ravens decided to play, 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 play ball and just pay him up. And, you know, being that he's the high quote unquote, the highest paid quarterback by based on the contract, he delivered. He, he has the best team in the NFL. He led the best team in the NFL to the AFC championship game. Uh, he beat, he, his best team in the NFL has beaten every possible playoff team you could think of. Um, he may not be throwing for 4,000 yards and 30-plus touchdowns and whatever, but it's the total the total package when it comes to Lamar Jackson. He he can beat you with his legs. He can beat you with the, the, in the pocket. Um, I hate to see that a lot of people say, oh, leave him in the pocket, then let him beat you there. Okay, sure, if you want to, he's – We've seen a couple, uh, maybe uh, he's probably, I would want to say he probably has the most um, close to or straightforward, perfect rating, perfect rated quarterback games. So that's why he is most likely going to be the MVP of this NFL. So for those who don't want to believe in what he can do, um, I'm sure they're all waiting to see him lose to the Chiefs so they can say, see, that's what I was telling you. I was telling you right there. That's that guy I thought I knew, the one who can't throw in the pocket. But there's also those who want to see the, the Chiefs lose. And the Chiefs, obviously, this is their sixth trip to the AFC Championship. And if they win this game, they're, this is going to be their, four, uh, their fourth trip to the Super Bowl. Um and this is the you know Mahomes has only been a starter for about what six to seven seasons. It's insane, and it's it's a, it's a great accomplishment. And and I think a lot of people need to enjoy this because this is not something this is not normal. 
I mean, the Patriots did this, yeah, but you know, it still wasn't normal that they did that. You know, they they've a lot of success over there in Kansas City, um, and I'm sure a lot of people would like to be biased and want to see Baltimore win because they t- they're tired of the uh, the T Swift stuff and they're tired of the Kelsey stuff. They're tired about seeing Mahomes nimbly running down sidelines and taking <laughs> getting calls in his way, but. You know, people in their conspiracy mind or whatever they want you want to call it, people who just don't, they just hate success. They just like the underdog story or they just haters in general. Um, same ones who just will call you out as a hater when you don't like their team, right? I know. We know who you are. We know who you are. Um, but other, anyways, I'm going to go over a couple things about, I'm going to go over what I believe would lead to success for both teams to win to make it to the Super Bowl, of course, and who I'm predicting to win. Um, I'm going to do that for both games, and that's just pretty much all I'm going to do with this podcast today. Um, for Kansas City to win tomorrow and cover that plus four and a half, I think it has to do. they have to stay true to their game plans. They cannot get off of it and think that Mahomes is going to save them every drive. Uh, allow yourself to keep that run game going. You have one of the better running backs in the league with Isaiah Pacheco. Um, do not get too cute with it when it comes to like trick plays. And if you want to go throw out, throw out some trick plays, uh, minimize that. I don't want, I, I, I would hate for them to think that, you know, they could just throw anything they want at the Ravens and the Ravens ain't going to catch it. <laughs> I think that's a well-coached team over there. So you got to be real careful when it comes to that. As far as that's, that's as far as their offense is concerned. And I can see Mahomes still having a pretty damn good game. He has a pretty good, track record against the Ravens defense, any defense they've ever thrown at him. Um, as far as their defense goes, um, I know they haven't, they're missing a couple guys. And I forgot to mention, they're missing their all-pro caliber guard, in which people don't really talk about offensive line and how that differentiates or, or makes it, ma- it matters when it comes to these type of games. They matter. They're the reason why you get here. You, you, if you see the, these last four teams that are playing, they're, these four teams have probably the better offensive lines in the NFL. You are just as good as your offensive and defensive lines in this NFL. If you don't have any of those, you ain't making it that far. You might make it to a wild card game, but you ain't going to get to the, no championship games. That ain't happening, right? So uh, Joe Tony, Tooney. Out for the game, of course. Uh, they they just ruled out Kadarius Tony, who's been out for a while, anyways. Sky Moore, um, I think I want to I want to say um, on the defensive end, um, uh, Gay is probably considered questionable or game time decision. That's big key. You, they need him on that defensive end um, side of the ball. Like they need to be able to bring pressure up the middle on uh, Lamar. I mean, it's tough because he could still take it outside on you. Um, you got to force Lamar to, 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 to keep his eye in one location. Don't force him to read. Uh, don't, don't give him too much time to read. He will extend plays to read the field and get somebody open. Um, so I think for them to be successful, they really have to get, they have to mix it up like the Texans did that first half against the Ravens and do not allow what the Chiefs cannot allow what they allowed against Josh Allen against Lamar Jackson because it's not going to work. He will dice them up, and they're not in Baltimore's in win time. They don't care how many times they have to run with him. They will make it happen. He is the ultimate weapon on offense for any team in this in this current playoff. So, um, 
for the Chiefs to cover, they have to definitely stand packed on defense. And, and anywhere Lamar goes, you have to have somebody go with him, uh, spy him, uh, delay blitzes, stuff like that. Um, that would be their key. As far as the Ravens go um, on offense, they have to dominate on the run game, in my personal opinion. You, you are who you are. You are a running team first, passing team second. Kill them on the run game, play action. You know, defense on the on the on the chief side is very aggressive. So you got to uh, the best way to beat an aggressor is be more aggressive than them. Punch them in the mouth, kick them in the jaw. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Not literally, but figuratively. So, like, that's what they have to do on offense. Lamar has to be himself. Don't let the let the game get come to you. Don't come to the game. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Like, don't don't get don't get too pressed that you're doing too much and now you're throwing interceptions. You're fumbling the ball because you're being too last days to go with the ball and you're and not putting two hands on the ball. Like stuff like that. I, I think they have the right type of leaders on that team, like Davin Cook and OBJ and whatnot in the offensive line is pretty short up. So they, I think they could figure that out and keep themselves pretty honest on offense. As far as on the defensive side, they have to bring pressure with four. You can't blitz Patrick Mahomes. You cannot blitz him. You are going to get killed. I don't care who he has as wide receiver, especially if Travis Kelsey is healthy as I think he is. You're going to get diced up. Do not allow yourself that much, that, that guy, that that kind of power like he will destroy you he is our modern day tom brady brady finally retired and this is who we have patrick mahomes we already knew he was great he's proven right now if he could make it through this game and get to the super bowl he is he has checked a lot of boxes and we can't even question it at this point whether or not he wins another super bowl whether it be this year next year whenever he's checked a lot of boxes people didn't expect him to check so as far as the Baltimore Ravens are concerned, Mar- Marlon Humphrey, hopefully he plays. That gives you an addition, a, a additional a defensive back to, to you know hold it down on that side of the ball. And then you got to bring pressure. Uh, David and Clowney, you got to step up. Um, you, got, you got some guys, Rokon Smith, uh, Patrick Queen, those kind of guys, they have to step up. They might have to do some, some delay blitzes. Like You may have to step up and make it happen like Hamilton, those, those, those safety blitzes that he does, like, cause he's always in the box. Like it's, you got to bring pressure, but you gotta, don't get crazy. Think sending six, that man will take a chance. He ain't scared. That's one thing we know about Patrick Mahomes. He is not scared of your team. I have yet to see him get, be scared. Yeah. You could say the Tampa Bay Super Bowl. He looked scared. The man was actually hurt. <laughs> he didn't know what to do with that offensive line. It was bad because he was there was so many injuries on the offensive line. So, anyways, my prediction to this game, it was tough. I did not want to make a, a prediction here because it was – I just – and people were asking me, who do you have for this game? Who do you have for this game? Who do you have for this game? I'm going with the Ravens. I think the Ravens will win this game. I think uh, Kansas City still covers because that's – you just don't – not you just do not not take four plus four and a half right like you would think Mahomes could keep this a close game I don't think it's gonna be one of those like blowout situations I don't think he's gonna allow that so I think uh, the Ravens will take care of business for the most part I think they'll dominate in the fourth quarter 
Um, the game will be relatively close, but I could see them winning by by about a field goal. So it's hard to um, and with me saying that they win by a field goal, that they're still going to be. I think they'll be up by ten or something like that. And then you know Mahomes comes back and gets a touchdown before two minute the two minute drill, and then Lamar just takes care of business um, to close it out. Um, give me the Ravens to win, Chiefs to cover. I can see the game going under, and uh, I'm looking at 24 to 21 uh, Baltimore Ravens uh, going to the Super Bowl for the I'm going to say the third time in my lifetime. Um, and Lamar Jackson will be the MVP of the conference championship game. As far as the evening game that starts at six thirty, we have the Lions who came who who came from the gutter. They came out the gutter. They were zero and sixteen not too long ago. They were matter of fact, they were what four and twelve or three and something, three and thirteen, whatever the fuck it was a few years ago. The first year that that um, Dan Campbell was there talking about biting ankles and shit. They were they were in the gutter still, and they found ways, man. They, they, they people started seeing the light last year. They started, I think, the season two and seven, ended it nine and eight, beating the Packers, showing everybody like they are who they are, and they're gonna be a, a threat in this NFL. Um, then we have the Niners. This is their, um, I believe, their fourth NFC Championship berth in the last five to six seasons, and uh, they've only got over the hump once, so they have a lot to prove themselves. This is going to be one of those games where as much as it looks easy for me to say that, you know, one, it will go one way or the other, it's hard to tell. But um, as far as the Lions go, their, their, their key to victory here will be, I think, Jared Goff just needs to get that monkey off his back. He's 0-5 against the, the Niners all time. One of the worst, like, QBRs. I don't really fuck with QBR as a statistic, but his quarterback rating is just as bad. He just does not perform well. And most of those games were as a um, Los Angeles Ram. But the most recent time they played, he did have a decent game, but they played catch-up that game. So um, I think I mentioned it uh, early this week on my last episode. Um, but, yeah, uh, I could see... Uh, them being successful in offense, it's not because of how Green Bay play. Because Green Bay, I think their offense is underrated. Because um, you don't know who to cover. They, you know, Jordan Love was spreading the love, <laughs> no pun intended. But for Jared Goff, like he has the better, he has better weapons on his team. But he can't get past happy with two of his two of his favorites. He can't get too happy with just Laporta all the time or just St. Brown. You got to spread it out. You got to get Reynolds involved. You got to get. Um, uh, Jameson uh, Williams involved. Uh, you got to get those running backs involved in the pass game. Force the rate the the 49ers to to spread their defense out. They have two of the better linebackers in the NFL. They're going to cover a lot of ground. They 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 they're the definition of help defense that you see in the NBA. They're the definition of that in the NFL. They cover so much ground. They force you to have to throw over their heads. They force you to like have to throw outside the numbers. They make it really hard for you to to get the ball in the inside of the inside the numbers in the middle of the field. So, um, and they could cover anybody. They could even cover a wide receiver. So we can't act like it's going to be easy pickings for the Lions. 
but they have to mix it up still. They got to get Montgomery going. I think Montgomery is a key to this game. Um, Jameer Gibbs, they know what they – everybody knows what Jameer Gibbs is going to give you. He, he's one miss or two missed tackles away from a home run. So, But Montgomery is the key. You got to find somebody who's going to ground and pound and get the those minutes off the clock, uh, get those hard first downs keep the defense honest, force them to not have to, to to be a little hesitant when they're pass rushing because Nick Bosa's due, man. Armstead is due. Uh, Chase Young is due. Uh, you name it. All those those pass rushes they have, they're due. They're well overdue. They haven't done anything outstanding in the last few weeks that is notable. Um, and then you have uh, Ward out there at, at cornerback. You don't want to challenge him all the time. So you just got to mix it up. You got to be more. You got to be um, somewhat aggressive against this team. You can't be uh, too passive. They're not going to blitz you a lot. So if they're going to bring all, they're going to bring four, and they come home. We know Jared Goff struggles when it comes to pressure. So we don't want like we know he's good at picking up blitzes and getting getting the ball out. But when it comes to four 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 man rush, pass rush, he, he gets a little happy feet. He he drops the ball a lot. You throw picks, and that's I, I really hope that's not who he becomes in this game. So that's something, you know, first and foremost, Ben Johnson has to save Jared Goff from himself. And also the Lions have to play a safe game. Do not get too superly aggressive thinking that you got this. And you might not you, you're gonna put yourself in a tough situation. As far as the defense goes, they're gonna they're gonna they're in for a long one. Debo's gonna be active. Brennan Ayuk is due. Christian McCaffrey is tough. Uh, Brock Purdy is out there to prove himself. You got to get Aiden Hutchinson is the key here. He has to bring the pressure. You got to get Brock Purdy rattled for, and also force the 49ers to have Brock Purdy beat you. That's just what it is at the end of the day. Force the force Brock Purdy to beat you. Don't, don't let it be McCaffrey that gets 200-plus all-purpose yards. You're going to get killed if that happens. Trust me. Don't let the Niners get too comfortable and have them do all their little, you know, screen package games that they got going on for Mac, uh, for Kyle Shanahan. You're asking for trouble. I'm telling you right now. So defensively, the Lions have to figure it out. You got to mix it up, get them confused. Um, don't <laughs> you may not want to play too much man coverage. It's gonna get you killed. Um, it's it's a tough ask. They have probably the most all pro players or most Pro Bowl players on one side of the ball on that team. So you're at to get accomplished in Detroit. So for them to, to I think Aiden Hutchinson is the key in this game. He has to, to wreak havoc um, and he sets the tone for the rest of his guy. Obviously, Garden Gardner Johnson is going to be ready to go as well with the ski mask and all that. So it's going to be entertaining for them. If they could get it together, the game's going to be quite entertaining if the Detroit defense could get it together. But as far as it goes for the Niners, I think the Niners just have to get the stank off of them from that last game. Just get the stank off of you. Get ready. You're back. You've been home for a few weeks. You got the the rust off of you if there was really rust. The weather's going to be nice. You don't have to worry about Brock needing a, a glove and the weather's wet or whatever. Get into your game on offense. Get McCaffrey going. Stop trying to put it into Brock's hand to kill to to beat to win the game. You are who you are. 
Run the ball with McCaffrey. Get him a, a lot of usage. This is a, this might be your last game of the season. What's the point of holding up? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you want them to be healthy enough to possibly be in the Super Bowl. Why would you put yourself in a situation, right? Be the most dominant team that you are. You know who you are in this NFL. You've been the toughest team to beat in the last five to six seasons. As far as the defense goes, like I was just saying about what, what, what I expect, I expect these pass rushes to step up. It's time. It's been a long time coming. We haven't seen anything from these guys. That's why the Packers were being – that's why Jordan Love was having some fun out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you they brought a little bit of pressure, but I think they ended the game with no sacks and, what, three QB hits, some, some shit like that. They didn't do nothing. And if you're going to do that against Jared Goff, I will guarantee you he's going to have a good a good day. But as far as like okay, so the the I didn't mention the spread. The spread is minus 7.5 for most sports books. You might find it at minus 7. Um the the line the 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 Niners are obviously favorite by a whole touchdown and the over under is 5 and a half. So the expectation from Vegas in sports book is that it's going to be a shootout of some sorts. Um I expect the same, but I don't, I can't, hmm. I was up and down with this game as well because I was hearing things that was making me think, oh, this could be an upset, this could be this, this could be that, uh, whatever, whatever. And, you know, America would love to see something different. They would love to see the Cinderella story of the Detroit Lions finally being able to get to the to promised land. You know, Michigan Wolverines just won a championship. The whole state of Michigan would just go up in you know, it would be up over there like crazy. But I could see – I'm sorry, y'all. I'm going to go with the Niners. I'm going with the Niners to win this game. I, I could see the Niners covering. I could see them winning by 10. It's going to get overwhelming for Detroit. They haven't been away from home for a while. They, be, they play in a dome. They're going to be outside in the grass. Niners are great at home. Um, a lot of McCaffrey. I, I said it um, – I, I, I told it to people like – if you're a betting person, you do player props. I'm banging in any prop that's Brandon Ayuk. Anytime touchdown over his yards receiving, I'm doing that. You got to. Because the last two games, the Lions have given up so many yards to the second or the be- the first option of each team's offense. Mike Evans had over 100-plus yards and a touchdown. The game before at Puka Nakua had, I think, a rookie record of some sorts. And a couple and a touchdown or a couple touchdowns. I don't even remember how many touchdowns he got. And their offense, the Detroit offense, has shown moments of being quite anemic when they had momentum, which was kind of weird. Like, how do you have momentum and still look kind of like off? And then you have two of the better running backs in the league, and you still can't get crazy. So, I do believe it's going to still be a shootout in the beginning. I think the the 49ers will, you know force a turnover, a couple turnovers or so, and, and just take the lead and, and convincingly take the lead. So I could see the Niners winning this um, like 37 to 27. I, I think it's, it's you know, they're going to go back to the Super Bowl. Um, this will be a rematch of the Super Bowl from a few years ago when Beyonce performed and the Knights went out. I know the conspiracy theories, the theorists out there are going to be uh, pointing at that logo and say, see, I told y'all. That's the, the NFL already predicted this. Look, look at it. Look. And like, bro, relax your ass. The two best teams in the NFL, who would want who would want who wouldn't want that? 
know what I'm saying? Like, why would we, why would you be like, like I said before, if you, I said this on Twitter the other day or X, if you believe of those conspiracies, do yourself a fucking favor, hit a sports book and bet now. Cause clearly you think you know a lot cause you know, this is all rigged since it's so rigged. Put your money where your 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 brain is. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. Fuck out of here with like. Just go do it. Bang on that right now. Choose both teams to go to the Super Bowl tonight. If you believe it. Other than that, enjoy the football game. That's all that matters. Enjoy the games, y'all. That's all that matters. Till next time. I'm out. This goes to all my hustlers, entertainers. Yo, 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 some get a little, some get none, shit, I was part of the some get none.